yeah, these big boxes have have started to to pause because yep. of interest rates. Um, however, these like the data centers, solar fields, all yeah, of this other field. stuff's picking up, and so there's there's actually more building than there was before, even with a lot of this commercial space now. Pause. You, you know something I found interesting is all the unique tools that are getting built for solar panels, solar fields. Yes. Like unique attachments on machines. To yes. Drill at specific degrees and everything. Well, it's pretty nutty. The, I guess in the Inflation Reduction Act is the biggest pile of nonsense. Um, they put a ton of money. I need to look how, specifically how much. I'm sure it's obscene. A, it, a huge chunk of it was uh, for solar and wind. So there's going to be a lot of that work coming. And the wind. I mean, I don't, I, I still don't completely understand. Just let the things run. Yeah. And charge the system and turn all the other stuff off if you can. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. But then you'll, you'll go by an enormous wind. We have a ton of them in Illinois, you yeah. know, and you'll just see that there's 120 of them just stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know that's about charging the grid and the system, but like, just let them go. Well, and, uh, well, the, the, but that's the problem. That's the problem. Like fossil fuel is really cool because you can turn it on and off and it is its own entity. Mm-hmm. Like gasoline i don't need to i just need a vessel to put the gasoline in but right. it's it's like it's its own energy storage system yep you have electricity coming off a, a windmill you got to do something with it yes and and the wind's not always blowing at peak hours because well, people don't understand how power grid works yep yep <laughs> and then peak hours are when the sun is not shining typically so solar doesn't work during peak hours right. unless you store it somewhere but we don't have the ability to store it anywhere it gets job security for everybody yeah, yeah. I um, guess yeah. I, I like it's it's great that we're looking into other stuff, but we have uh something that works really well and called nuclear. Yes. That solves all our problems, yep. yet we don't want anything to do with it. I wish we'd do more diesel electric. Diesel electric too? Yeah, I yes. did. But and you saw at Connexpo, everybody has a widget, an electric, battery electric, yes. hydrogen. Yeah. I've heard I'm really, really optimistic on the diesel electric. Like the 988 XE? Yes. Like in Germany, for example, yeah. they're like, why would you not run an XE? Yeah. These are so much better yep. at everything. Yep. And it's like, yeah, that's that's consistent the across six the board. XE. The 6 XE? Yes. What happened with the the excavators? So quite honestly, so we they were they were not electric driven in any way, shape, or form. Yes. They had two the swing. Yeah. So they had uh cylinders, nitrogen cylinders in the back of the counterweight mm. and as you would swing and stop it would charge it and ah. then when you swung back it would release it back to the gear drive and give you free energy back now it worked very well yeah but it was expensive ah. then our engineering got really good at horsepower and valves and pumps that the, when the next gen came out the cost wasn't worth i mean we could do it cheaper and get almost the same fuel economy out of our new system now it's not that it's not coming back i mean they're they're constantly yeah. they have to look at it sure but i don't think the filling a nitrogen tank anymore is is it i think it's going to be something electric so um uh was it uh 336 yeah. size fxe fxe yep yeah yeah and you, i still see them every once in a yep. while but not they very were, common they were good they went to they were the first ones to go to electronic or hydraulic uh, that wasn't a 74 95 um yeah. and they yeah i mean the fuel economy was legit true but there was a the, the return on investment was quite a bit longer than it was, unless it's a high hour machine. Sure. But if it's just your average Johnny putting 1,000, 1,500 hours on it, the return on investment wasn't great. Because when you got that, it came with all the technology. 
yeah and the hydrogen or the nitrogen system so okay now our new ones are so efficient that we're just they're looking into it hopefully find out more because we're going to japan in june ah. i haven't been there since 2019 and we're going to be with our entire team global team wow so hopefully we get to peek in on what's going on and japan is where it goes down from an excavator standpoint for the most part i mean our most of the engineers are in japan we still have quite a few in peoria at the proving grounds yeah um well like our advanced engineering team is in peoria hmm. but as far as lead engineer lead design is traditionally in japan what I, I I saw the nitrogen cylinder thing on um, Cinnabogan. Mm-hmm. They were doing that on their material handlers. Okay, and it's supposed to be way more efficient. But they have it on, so they have like the three lift cylinders yep. on the main boom of. I mean, it was this was the biggest material handler at Balma. Okay, huge machine. Yeah, and then they had an extra cylinder um, for energy recovery. Okay, so it just compressed the the nitrogen yep. or compressed whatever gas yep. was in there. And then as it and, and keeps that stored energy, right. and then as it lifts up again, it releases it's that energy. Kind of free energy. Yeah, free energy. Yes. 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 So you just compress, release, yep. compress, release, and it was like a 30% reduction. And that's what we were getting out of our next gen, or out of the FXE. Yeah. Yeah, it was, when we had guys that were coming from like D series, even E's, I mean, the the they were seeing 30, 33% fuel reduction, which is enormous. And fuel was, wasn't terrible then, but like right now. It's, it's huge. It's huge. But yeah, like a, you go from a D series or a C series into even our next gens. I did. They just yeah. But then their minds blown because they're quiet and you can hear all the noises and yeah. messes with them. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I don't you know. Can't hear anything. Yeah, no, it's not fast. Machines. It needs more power. Yeah, <laughs> usually has about sixty more horsepower than it did back then, and it burns half the fuel and it moves more dirt, but it doesn't yeah. sound like it, so it's not. But. Perception is reality for us. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> Got to go with that mindset. Yeah, but I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so for diesel electric, I, and I oh, think yep. it's, um, and even in the trucks, like it's, it's still so. There's so much potential there yes. that we haven't tapped into well, quite yet. Even in motor vehicles, like yes, I have a half ton. I have that half ton Duramax diesel. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Like I've gotten 33 miles a gallon in a half ton truck in that uh, thing. Wow, really? Yeah. It's fantastic. Jeez. It's a three liter uh, turbo diesel in line right? six. Yes. Yeah. It's a, the, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I absolutely love it. I'll never probably go back. Hmm. Oh, it's, a, it's just, but it's just, it's, it's weird. It's like, it's either one or the other. You can't be in the middle. It's right. Like, what, well, why can't I be in the middle? Yeah. Like, I, th- I think the middle is pretty reasonable. Yep. I don't like, are there applications for all electric machines? Sure. Absolutely. Correct. Underground mining. Yes. Indoor demolition. Yes. In tight urban areas that have noise constraints. Totally understood. But for Jim, the site contractor in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. I can't just, I, I cannot see a situation in which Jim, the site contractor in Nashville, Tennessee goes, I want an electric 320. Right. And, and we've like, California, I feel like is a great case study for forcing regulations. Like they've made contractors go to that average tier three, tier four. Because you went and saw those old scrapers get rebuilt to tier four, right? Yeah. 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 What but, was that investment? I mean, uh, it's I mean, that's a lot spendy. of money. It's very safely into six figures. But then you have the California. It's, it's, it's really complicated. I can't explain it all because I've had it explained to me 20 times over. Yeah. I still don't understand it. But there's the California Airboard. It's CARB. They've created their own uh, entity just to regulate diesel emissions or whatever it is. And 
the government needs so you, it's a it's it's based on fleet average okay. is how it's done it's not by machine by gallons burnt hours i uh horsepower horsepower i okay. believe it's by horsepower so it's by fleet average you okay. need to be within compliance if they will give you money to go convert convert your machine your 1970s 651b scraper yeah they'll give you money to go put a new tier 4 put a modern engine in it um which is why they used those scrapers to begin with because they were so simple from yes. a mechanical standpoint yes. they just produced yep yeah, they you, you, they break. Rebuild you grab it. your wrench, you fix it. Yep. <laughs> Simple rebuild parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No computers. So, so they give you money to do that, and then now the contractor gets to use that machine to to balance out their fleet average. But oh, then, okay. it's like Cal, the the Carb or California is essentially leasing that machine for a five year period to get some hours. I don't understand. I, like I said, I don't understand it, but it's really complicated. And they use big iron to move mountains out there literally for all these subdivisions. They I use mean, big iron. Yes. Big iron. But what the big problem with that is, is when you force these regulations on these contractors, the big contractors can do it because they have the capital well, and, true. and all this infrastructure. Yeah. The small contractors can't. Yeah. Small contractors are screwed. Well, they just can't do that stuff. You got to go buy smaller equipment and do smaller jobs, right? That's and so it's but it's compliant. created an even bigger disparity. It's either I go buy brand new stuff, uh, which is fine, that works too, mm -hmm. but you have to retool your business yeah. to to do that. And a lot of people aren't in that position to do it. Or you're done. Because nothing's cheap these days. Yeah. And bidding jobs is more difficult and yeah, there's so much going on there. It's 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 really weird. Um, but anyway. One of the coolest things that you get to do and I get to do is just see how it's different everywhere. It's amazing. So different. But then with that, you see all the comments online and you start to realize, wow, these people live in their little world. Oh, horse blinders. Yeah. They have no idea. They don't know. They have no idea how this is actually done in other parts of the world. Well, <laughs> I was one of those guys too. I grew up yeah. in central Illinois and I'm like, this is how we move our potato dirt. I mean, sure. it's easy, simple dirt. We yeah. don't need, you know, tiger teeth. We don't need all the, I mean, our, a set of teeth on an excavator will last years mm -hmm. <laughs> you got the other places where it's like it lasted a week yeah or less yeah and it's like ugh, I yeah don't know. well i just i uh yeah arizona i thought you moved dirt all year round yeah you do yep you move dirt all year round yep. but you pff, most everywhere else most yeah you're correct. not doing very much you can stay months. just the out the rim until you get to the northeast yeah yeah i just wish people on the internet instead of like that's stupid that's wrong we're like, huh, that's cool. That's interesting. That's different. But mm. I, that is, you know, I, I keep cool with the comments because I, you know, I know you have to as well, but it's like some of the keyboard warriors, it was something that drives me more insane than anything is the lack of knowledge, but they're so confident in their lack of knowledge. It's just yeah. mind blowing. I'm yeah. like, you're nowhere even close to right about that machine or where the machine was built or, uh -huh. you know, any of that. I just, I just, I shut up and I just click on. Yeah. I get, yeah. I get frustrated. I don't, I don't get into it anymore. I, I don't, I don't read comments. Can. Yeah. There was one, um, I saw this video. I feel like Garrett reposted or something. It was weird. It was this, uh, <laughs> a contractor, like guru guy, you know, he has a, a book or a, a free PDF or what, that, yeah. that kind of yep. thing. Yep. 
And he's like, you know, like, don't let excavation contractors beat you up on this. I one time had an excavation contractor that tried to tell me that dirt gets bigger when you take it out of the hole and charge me more money because it, it expands. And that's just nonsense. Don't let an excavator. And you're sitting there. You're like, that, no, but that's, that's, that's how it goes. There's loose cubic yards and there's main cubic yards. It's like, there's expansion. Yeah. If you, if you go bid a job. And this job, guy was a contractor? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't excavating, but he works with excavating contractors. Okay. And it's like, ooh, if you don't understand bank versus loose, yeah. and you're bidding work or <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Okay. Uh, but yeah. that's the internet. To each. That's right. You can't even share the, a lot of the cool stuff you see, though. Me? Yeah, I feel like you see so much, so much cool stuff. I do. I, it's the, and a lot of it can't go on the internet. Yeah, no, it can. I mean, no, it can't. Yeah. I have to be selective with what goes out there, what I say. But it's it's the best part of the job, though. What I'm going to, and in fact, I'm, I love watching you and some of the people that you work for, that work for you, that, that hire you to go do work because I'm going out to Quality Enterprises in a couple of weeks. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm touring Ooh. Southern Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, second week of April. See, they're 395. Is they going to work? Yes. Yeah. Mm, yep. That's really cool. I might get an ash tune. I don't know, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to go see that. Uh, and then I'm touring Canada for two weeks. Wow. First week of May. Wow. Um, what part, what province? We're going to start in Edmonton. Oh, good. And then we're going to do training for finning. And then. I said, I have not, in this job, I have not taken any time other than Vancouver one time to do, I want a week and we're going to go see people. So I don't know how far we're going. They probably have you squared away, but if you need any, well, any advice, let me know. I'm going to go see Alex. I'm going to go up to Morgan. Yeah. 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 Just. They've got a lot of 395s and more coming. 395s and then another Thompson 60, up 50. there. Yes. Thompson. Yeah. I was just with their whole executive team okay. last week in Con Expo. They run. Are they in the tar sands as well too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're they're big time up there. I'm assuming I will probably hit them. Yeah, Thompson, Morgan, uh, North American up there, but yeah, they don't run any smaller stuff. No. Yeah. So we won't do mining, but we might be considering something larger. Yeah. Than a 395 maybe someday. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that through the, through the grapevine. I hope. But well, because um, there's a lot of bigger machines coming out from other manufacturers right well, now. Dude, dude, you in that through middle ground. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have a PC-1250 or Hitachi-1200. Yes. We have the 950, 395, yes. and then we have the 6015. And yes. there's over 100,000 pounds of difference between the two. Yes. And so in certain applications, we do really well against those guys. But then when you want a 90-foot long run front or a specialty application off of a barge, we don't have the weight that a PC-1250 or 1200 have yeah. to do some of that specialty application. So, And that's like, yeah, that's like the go-to. They run, yeah, 1200s. Mm-hmm. I see Tons of 1200s yes. now. Twelve hundred. Yes. Like Hitachi's done a very nice yeah. job on that machine because they're everywhere. Um, Rango, Rango likes them. They yeah, quite a few. yeah, yeah. Rango has a I ton think of he's them. one of the largest in North American he, fleet he of must, 1200s. Yeah, I think they have a lot of those and a ton of A60s. Yeah. They love the A60 Volvo. Yes, that's a, that's that another correct. truck. He said he's the number one. So here's something that's interesting about trucks. Uh-huh. Um, of course, I don't cover Asia in my job, but those, did you go by XCMG's booth and see those trucks? Mm-hmm. Which you probably saw them in, when you were in Saudi. Did they have the same trucks? Yes. Same style trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that'll ever work its way here. The on-road trucks? Yeah, that look like yeah. old military trucks converted into 60 tonners or even more. Well, that's all they were using in Saudi Arabia. Okay. I went to one site and they were running 745s there because it was just straight sand, like beach sand. Yes. And so those trucks 
would get buried immediately and they needed the six by six bigger tires on the 745s. Okay, articulate. And yeah. they, they just cruised through the sand like yeah. nothing, just fully loaded with right. beach sand falling out on both sides. They were loading the 349s. It was awesome. A gaggle. That would be a sight to see. I, I, I would probably have a tear in my eye. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just the whole, it's just it's just funny yeah. uh, to watch. But then the other sites, anything that had good underfoot conditions, all those trucks. So it makes you wonder, will, will they float this way? You get a good quarry where you got good rock, you know, a good base. I wonder. Will, will they Will they work here? I think, though, it's just a lot of it's economics. So like in Saudi, for example, they, they very rarely run anything bigger than a, a 35 ton excavator. Oh, okay. So most everything I saw out there was like 336 size, some 349s, um, because they can just buy more of them. <laughs> like ants marching. I mean, just... Because they don't have the labor problem. Right. Well, that's true. And so they can, it's, so it's more economical. They get more output for five of those on-road trucks that they run off yep. of compared to one 745 for the same price. You just do what you got to do. It's just, do it a, wherever. it's just different. In Asia, that's all they use in Asia. Yeah. In, in oh, China. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I don't know if they sell, besides unless you get to the mine, but if you can get 60 plus ton in some of these, talking even larger. Yeah. Oh, it's just interesting. Yeah, they mine coal with those. Yeah. It'll be a coal mine full of them. 6015s loading those things yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 60 with just monster buckets <laughs> on them. Monster. You no, know, I can't look at that. I, you'll, you'll love the buckets in Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm fully aware. <laughs> yeah. Believe me, I get pinged almost every day on Instagram about small buckets. When I went up there with Alex the first time, he, they had their 6015 and they had, uh, they had the two buckets side by side. And it was hilarious. To see them both in the same spot because you, you know, that, that, that looks like a big bucket on a, on a, on that size machine, but you can't really wrap your mind around right. just how much more, I think it's like four or five yards bigger. I think it's 15 yards. Yeah. So 15. I think it's roughly 15. Yeah. And cat puts just under like, uh, 11 just under 11. I think yeah. 10.7. That might be right. Is standard. I should know that off the top of my head. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm correct. I'm trying to correct the cat guy here, yeah. so I don't I don't think I I'm thought correct. it was eleven, but somewhere in that ballpark. point two. So, but four yards. You don't think about how much more that is, but it's just, <laughs> that's, that's a, it's a sizable difference. Four yard bucket is like really common on a three forty nine. I mean, that's exactly. A, you look at that's a big bucket. Yeah, three forty nine bucket. That's an eighty inch bucket typically. Yeah. Then you go to one of those ninety six, well, one hundred and twenty. They just and they just load their trucks too. I mean, load them like they had a ten k haul when I was out there last time. Those trucks were sideboards too, probably. Oh, they were. Oh yeah, on the oh, headache yeah. rack everywhere. Oh yeah, shoving in the cab. Any little bit of material that could fit in that <laughs> in that tray was on there. Oh, the tires are just screaming. Help! Oh yeah, yeah. But they, you know, it's just like that's how they do it. That's it's right. just different. It works for them. Um, and then what was really cool, I have pictures I'll show you, with watching a 395 loading a 789. Ooh. That was fun. Off of a bench, I hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw a 349 loading a 793 at a coal mine once. How on earth did that even happen? It, well, they were just, they just had like this little bit of like this little corner to clean out. And so it was just like. You know, they're not going to go grab the articulated truck and yeah, fire true. that up. And the truck's there, the excavator's there, but it was, it was a struggle. Like uh, that truck had to be as close to the, the <laughs> barely, and then you're barely. full stretch to dump. Oh yeah. 
I took pictures of it and they, they quickly said, we're not going to, we're not going to share those. Let's not, let's not advertise that. How do you, how do you choose customers to visit? Well, so right now the best thing is, um, for the first time in this job this year, I don't have a production study. Wow. For the first time in seven years. Wow. So that takes up a lot of time, effort, trying to find machines and do the study and then get the data put together and present it. Um, so is it like every, like the three, th- a new machine comes out? Then you need to do a production set. Correct. Like 352 was last year? Yep. Or yep. 350, 350? 352, yeah. the 336, the 340. All of those were last year. Okay. So it, it, is, it takes up a lot of time and resources. So now that they're out, my little babies are out about, and they're, they're significantly different than the other ones, uh, it's time to go out and see them hit the ground. Cool. And so it's nice. And, and typically it's a request. So a spring training um, with Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, Hey, we would love for you to come out. And I'm like, actually, this is the year to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, almost immediately there, we had plans to go out there. So that's awesome. going to spend a week Fort Myers and all the way down through Miami. And so I'm looking forward to that. Cause I have not had a lot of quality time down there, not to go visit customers. So it's typically, I don't decide I'll, if, whether it's a customer that the dealer needs some love with, sure. or they just want to show me something new or different. Mm-hmm. I kind of let them decide but if i'm going to go somewhere like we make the best of it I, I need to go see five six customers and you go out there and you just basically talk to them mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you like the machine what do you don't like yeah that absolutely kind of thing? yeah like has this been good for you what's been your pain you know what's been great some of the times you go out there and it's fantastic uh it was a year year and a half ago that was, that was maybe early last year uh, I went up and covered Milton. So I did basically Boston, a oh, tour around that. Boston. Yeah. And yeah. I went and saw W.L. French's 395. And yeah. it was probably the best customer visit I ever had because everything I, I'm i excited about on our excavators that people don't use, but all the good stuff that's on there, sure. they were using it all to the T. Nice. And they were digging those large foundations in the city, loading 180 trucks, and they're using the payload. And it was within like 1% because uh-huh. they, they knew they were going across scale. So they wanted to make sure the trucks were loaded as they're downtown wow and so it's that's like just that's all that's all i ask <laughs> they had that funny extension on that machine too didn't yes they? yep yeah i actually met one of their uh you know in, in this job you, it's i'm not trying to sound arrogant because you, you have millions of them but folks that you don't know that follow you or whatnot and like yeah. your job and one yeah. of their operators from Bill french i got to meet uh at con expo and i saw his shirt and i'm like dude you guys are a great contractor like yeah i really appreciate what you guys do it's um <clears throat> Boston's so funny too because it's like this microcosm. It's like Chicago and and Manhattan. It's it's just like construction like that only exists in that little region. Yes, that that one city, and then it's different in Connecticut. You go to Connecticut, like not even similar to to Boston. The way they do the foundations with the pipes all the way across the. I don't know if you've have you yes. seen that like yes. I've like I've never seen that before. And then they got like yeah. great alls and, and smaller excavators oh, down there yeah. grading and then all kinds of fun take stuff. Take it to the court. Yeah, that's that's the stuff I love the most. Well, and then uh in Boston, all the pinstriping on the excavators. Oh, I was gonna say that. And those are good looking machines. <laughs> you see one of those things all nuded up and you're like, Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, there's and not they, a scratch on it. No, they take pride in them. Which, which is which is pretty darn cool. That's you, you do love seeing a well take well machine a machine taken care of. Yeah. Um who was I? Uh, Dallas Fort Worth large contractor. Um, Phil Hauer, Cynicola. Cynicola, Mario Cynicola. So I'm gonna go see them in a week. Had dinner with them. As a matter of fact, my my sister in law's sister is married to one of their VP of operations huh. machine. So huh. we That's went and had dinner out at Con Expo with with the Holt guys, and uh, they were showing a thirty two thousand hour three eighty five. 
that look brand new and only one guy's been on. I mean, probably put 31,000 hours of it on, but that guy's been on it and it's taken complete. There's, I mean, it looks like a brand new machine. I might've photographed that machine. He he waxes it. He, like he comes in on Sundays and just takes care of it. And they had all kinds of pictures of it. Like that. I like seeing people. I mean, that's an expensive tractor. Yeah. It drives me nuts when people don't take care of, I know you got to get the job done sometimes, but man, you get a million dollar machine. It's it's a it. it's a cultural thing. It's true. It's a cultural thing, and I I've seen it enough times to know that it's it's cultural. I mean, I've I've you know, uh, there's like this one company in particular, and they if you don't wash your truck back in the day, I don't know if it, they'd still do it, but if if you dro- drove into the lot and parked your truck and it was dirty, you you'd get your truck taken away, and you do that enough. It just becomes part of the culture. <laughs> well, I don't necessarily disagree with that. If you're on a yeah. job site, but I mean, I think, I, I don't know what it is today, but I mean, a company vehicle is worth a lot of money these days. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's probably 15 grand a year, if not more with the price of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That, that you should be taking care of it. Yeah. It should look nice and clean. I always like the, the excavators. A lot. Of, I see a lot of stuff abroad. Like there's this one guy in Brazil that I have in my mind right now. He runs, uh, I think it's a 330, 336. It has a Brazilian flag on the on the cab mm-hmm. and the counterweight's custom wrapped. And he has like a little bin for his shoes. So he gets into his cab, puts his boots on the little, in the little boot area on the floor. But everything else is spotless. Like probably, all armor all carpet. Yeah. Oftentimes yeah. they have no, carpet on the. It's like, it looks like brand, brand new. Good There's not them. a speck of dust in that. Good thing. for them. Yeah. And then you see somewhere every door's beat in and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, three Gatorade bottles. Yeah, yeah. Spit, spit, chew, yeah, chew tobacco, yeah, sunflower yeah. seeds, <laughs> cigarette butts flicking all over. <laughs> um. Uh. So you'll be going to quite a few customers this year. Yeah, as many as you can. Mm-hmm. Um. Going to Tucson not next week but the week after doing oh, a good. customer event. Oh, cool. Uh, specific customer, and then yeah, headed down to Miami the week after that. Then I'm excited about my Canada trip. I haven't, I haven't spent enough time up there, so that'll be fun. If you have, I don't know if I'm sure you're busy in Miami, but if you want to go see the drag lines down there, let oh, me know. Yeah. It, that would just be for fun, but they, it's pretty cool. They might be on, I mean, some of the machines we're going to see might be on the same job site. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm talking the biggest drag line in aggregate, like the, an 8200. The the- yeah. Oh yeah. It's, they, well, they, they blast it underwater, cast it up into piles, let it drain for a week, and then mine it with 992s. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. You know, somebody, they have a neat operations unique as uh, Nutrien out in I New Bern. I wanted to get down there. That's a cool facility. I mean, and it's if you like cat, I mean, which I do, it's like, it's loaded everywhere. It, it's pretty cool. And they've got some two big giant drag lines down there. But just, but that material just destroys the machines, doesn't it? So not the overburden part. The phosphate uh, does. Yeah. So they have a they have a long reach. It's actually a remote control three ninety five out there wow. that works in this. I don't even alkaline type. I mean, it's hot and yeah. it, it's it's weird, but it destroys like bearings uh-huh. and bushings. So they have uh, stainless steel fronts put on them. Whoa! Buckets. I think linkages. I feel like we've talked about this. Before. We we might have. It's been, been a couple of years. Well, in fact, that was the very first trip I took after COVID was out there. So is it is it nutrient in Florida or North Carolina? North Carolina. No, Newburn, yeah, yeah. North yeah, Carolina. Okay. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a really unique application. We've tried to 
get out there. It's probably not easy. But it was during COVID, so okay. it was weird. But we're we'll get out there one of these yeah, days. It, it's a it's a neat site. They've got ton of excavators, three thirty six, three forty nines. Hopefully, three ninety five soon. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a unique place. Uh lots and they're very technology driven. So they have command. Uh, I think D eights, D tens, pushing up. That's um, what I've heard. It's it's very technologically driven. I mean, uh. from uh, object detect all over their excavators to remote control stuff. They're not afraid to do that. When you when you go out to these sites, you hear from the customer, and then what happens? Like, who do you go tell? Well, so sometimes it's like, hey, what do we need? Yeah. What what kind what kind of machine do we need? Will your excavators do it? Was it a three seventy four or three ninety five? Um, so we talk about material densities, depth. You know, do we need specialty application machines? Um, and then, oftentimes you don't hear back, and sometimes it's six months, nine months later. But because I mean, sometimes these mega purchases. They don't happen overnight, or you can't get the machine for a hot minute. So uh, it can it can be you know an immediate response to a year later. Hey, we got a great package out of this you know this deal, and I think I think customers and, and rightfully so they spend a lot of money on Caterpillar equipment. Anytime that somebody comes in that that works for the corporation, I think it's uh, never a bad thing to go in and give them a little love as sure. they deserve it. Yeah, and we appreciate it. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh... Is it, is it, now you've been working on these machines for so long. Now they're, they're everywhere. You can't drive anywhere without seeing. I know they're running around here in the backyard, which I yeah, love. Yeah. yeah we can 336 see there. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. My kids get sick of it. Like, oh, hey, there's a next gen excavator. There's a 336. There's, yeah. They're like, shut up, dad. Yeah. If you get excited driving down the highway, but they are, they're good. I mean, I think the best thing about our jobs is how the OEMs push each other. You know, I was so stoked for Cod Expo this year just to see what the other guys are doing, mm-hmm. who's coming out with what. And uh, it, it's always interesting to see the changes and where one one OEM started maybe a little early and then other people are catching up and then yeah. some people leap forward. And yeah. it's, it's a pretty cool part of. Well, uh, the going to those shows is kind of funny because I'm, um, I'm a free agent, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've explained this is I have better access to the industry than the CEO of Caterpillar. Because the CEO of Caterpillar can't go to Liebherr and say, can I go check out your Germany factories? Sure. And they say, sure, come on in. Yeah. Oh, you want to bring your camera? Great. It just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Right. I'm just like some guy in my 20s. I love the industry. And I can float around wherever I want. So I get to see, I get to see all of this stuff oftentimes. There was some, plenty of stuff I haven't seen before. I haven't seen it all. But it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is in line with where I'm at. But somebody in, you know, in a Caterpillar, for example, who doesn't get out into the field very much, you're just, you just see Caterpillar. Yeah. You don't get to see what Volvo's doing, what Lee Bear's doing, right. what Kamas is doing, all of, them, all of them are doing. And so even watching people from other manufacturers just walk around, uh, uh, you know, different booths. Just mm-hmm. even me observing that was fun because it's like, oh wow, they're they're, they're really taking a look <laughs> yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. they are. <laughs> they are. I, I, you know, and the guys in our role, uh, the applications specialist guys, we're pretty fortunate as to. It may not be the machine that just launched at Con Expo, but you know, I, I'm able to get in and run majority of them, which I think makes my job easier. I, my you my do job is to help. Yeah. 
our salesmen sell tractors. And hey, where are we good? Where are we bad? Be careful in this application versus specific Mm -hmm. machine. So being that I still get to sit in the cabs of excavators, of most of the other equipment manufacturers, uh, it it's a huge advantage. Plus, I still like running equipment; mm-hmm. it'll never go away. Yeah, even until I can't get in them. Yeah, oh, old fat. Um, what were you? What were you most excited for uh, for Con Expo? Just to see what I mean. We when we launched the next gen, I think we bit off a lot with. We have a lot of stuff. There's a lot of machines on this, and I was and it been curious to see what the other OEMs were going to do. Like, mm-hmm. what were they going to start offering, you know, in their machines specific to technology mainly? Yeah. And they're coming. And, well, and so, yeah, how was, how was the show compared to your expectations? Like, what were your takeaways from the show? There were some that I knew were coming that, yeah. that had some good stuff, and there were some that I was surprised that, that haven't make, made many advances yet. But... So some surprised and some I was actually I actually surprised at both ends. Sure. Couldn't believe some of these guys didn't really do anything different. And then some of them really made a large leap forward. What was good surprising? Um Well that I mean we talked there was there's a lot of electric stuff. Yeah. Every yeah. every all the brains you've never heard of before. I mean well, we did a I, we did a bit about it. Like you can tell this is electric because it every electric machine had to have like a blue stripe on it or <laughs> Or what's just painted green because it's it's it you know it yeah. grows trees. It's, it's, it's leafy. environmentally friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one. It had a little duck pond painted on the machine with wind turbines behind it because it's electric. Like, say no more. Right. Yeah. It was all over. It, it was. It was all over. Uh, you know, probably the most exciting thing was it was a huge show this year, mm-hmm. and you could feel. Just the, and not that even the tension, just the excitement of the buildup of it from everybody on social media to all the manufacturers, you know, trying to swing for a home run this year. I mean, there were some big booths this year. Sure. <laughs> some massive people invested a lot of money in it. And I think that was the most exciting thing is how busy. And, I, and I'll tell you, we were swamped. I know every other, but like I, there were so many people I, I didn't get to. I saw you one morning, I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even see you. And yeah. Just you're buried in, and you get people huddled around you. And I think every almost every hour, most days, had a meeting of a dealer bringing a customer that wanted to talk specific about an excavator. So mm. that was the first time it's ever been that busy, as far as just hey, we we need you to. And it was everybody it wasn't just myself, but that was all. Most of us product specialists had meetings almost every hour to yeah shake hands, kiss babies, and answer questions so the dealers would schedule time with you and mm-hmm. like a key customer hey they're yep. thinking about buying 340s and yep or they or they spend a lot of time with other customers with, with with another brand oh yeah and hey well, let's, let's bring them over talk to ryan see yeah see what you can do to help out here <laughs> so, okay but i also i i almost enjoy that part more because they don't know what they don't know and if you especially when you can talk on their level sure. not johnny salesman but you know what do you need? What are you doing? Yeah. At, what? Yeah, we have that feature. We have all these features. You don't need it for that. Like, here's here's what we have that can help you and not try to sell the house. Sometimes you don't need to sell a house. You just need to sell one feature that's specific to their application that fits their needs. Mm. And I almost prefer talking to those folks more than the, the, I mean, sure, we appreciate the, the loyal customers, but the ones that are like, well, you know, and then if you... Even if they don't buy it, but, you, you know, you raise their eyebrows to it. It's like, well, that, that was well worth it. Now they're aware. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's more of a challenge. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. That's one of the fun. I mean, that's that's one of the most fun part of the jobs as well as, you know, we have all this technology on these machines and it's that aha moment that the customer finally gets. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wait, I mean, this thing will keep track of every truck payload that I put on. I can store it and get total material for the day and stuff that the superintendent is trying to keep track of every day. How many trucks did you load? Sure. I don't remember or whatever. Yeah, the, no, I whatever the clicker to, said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, click it a few yeah. times. And-, and, and, and when they're like, whoa, wow that that's probably that's one of the best parts too see this is one of my qualms with the big manufacturers though is all this technology is great and exciting and and events and payload and and this and that and, and the grade control that comes standard on the machines is crazy but i know for a fact that it is not used very much in the field oh 100 percent agree and and it's not for the lack of the the need it's not for the lack of the technology like the needs there that like you get into Cadex where you're like, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's the, the training bingo. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Well, that they, you get the, I mean, right on the head. Yeah. It, it, absolutely. They just get in it and dig. They don't realize that it has all this stuff. Yes. And that it, there's advantages to having it on there. Sure. You can turn it all off. You, maybe you don't need it cause you're out clear timber, but if there's something in there, they just, and they're also you new. Know, Technology scary to some folks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was an operator. I understand. Like, there's a lot of buttons there. If I have to put it too many times, I'm out. So, making them aware w- was huge, which is one part of the reasons, like, I appreciate Hoopa so much. You know, they spend yeah. significant time training their operators to, hey, here's what these features are. And I, w- I wish there was more contractors spending time and, honestly, their money but in the long run, it's more beneficial to them and cost-effective. Well, they're, the, the reality is, though, they're going to have to because— It's not going away. It's not going away. As you saw at Con Expo. I mean, yeah. every—whether it's a dozer, motor grader, excavator, technology's coming on. Well, and, but the technology's there for the sake of making—we're going to—okay, if we have a smaller workforce, but if we have demand for work that stays the same but more likely increases over time, that's where we're going, uh, in a, a, a host of scenarios— mm-hmm. You have to make every single man hour more effective, more efficient. Exactly. And you do that a lot of time through technology, Mm -hmm. sometimes through using the right machine, which is what Europe has done. They tailor the machine to the task and then apply technology on top of that, which now makes that operator way more effective. There you go. Tilt rotators, wheel excavators work perfect for them. Yeah. Yep. And they, they modify machines all the time. Yes. Like the Eberhard 395 yeah. that they have. So they just cool. they built their own machine. Yeah. It's just cool. Um, but that's what that's why contractors are gonna have to go in that direction. And then when I go buy a 349, I get the technology whether I use it. I'm paying for the technology, whether I use it or not. Right. And so why that this is where and it's every OEM is gonna have to work really hard to get that out that message out because the owner may see it oh we can utilize this but if it doesn't get cascaded down yeah and then out then then it, it's not as effective well that that and that's i think what happens is the owner sees it and oh that's that's amazing right mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna go i'll buy three of them and then it ends there well, yeah. and it gets delivered and the operator gets in it I just wanted to dig. Yeah. Computer, stop eating at me. Stop. Stop. Bluetooth. That's cool. There's all these warning. I don't know what any of this is. Beeping at me. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) The seatbelt button going off. Yeah. I just want to dig. And then they get in and dig. And that's that. 
it's not good. So that's what we keep telling our, our sales team tell, I mean, when we're trying to sell these things, we're like, it's not going away. Yeah. And all every OEM, whether it's the little machines for all of them, it's getting steered. I mean, they're all getting technology on some sort of grade controller, you know, and it's to make them more efficient, make them more money. Mm-hmm. But the, the training concept is the hardest part. Yeah. Cause this stuff is really cool and it does work well. I mean, when all the ducks are aligned, you know, and, and everything is, is is good, it works fantastic. It's an amazing aid, but somebody has to teach them how to push that button, use that screen, and sure. understand why it works. Don't be intimidated about it. Well, that's uh, a lot of it's just ego, which is it's so funny. Well, it's like I agree. I've been an excavator operator for twenty two years. I don't want to be bad at it. <laughs> I don't want to realize I can't cut great. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, well, and I, I don't. I don't want to have to go learn something new. I'm. I just want to be good at it. Yeah. And uh, that's that. It's it's all the things. I think with excavators, it's a slower process because they're so universal. Mm. And not to talk bad about motor graders or dozers, but grade control has been on those things forever. Sure. And people have been utilizing it because a dozer pushes rock, pushes dirt, levels it, slopes it, whatever. Same with a motor grader. Not belittling what they do because they're amazing, but they've gotten really efficient at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, crazy efficient. But excavators do so much that, I mean, they're, they're a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm biased. At it. I think most people would agree. That, I mean, there's a lot of excavators in the world more than anything. And it's because they can crane, they can dig, they can grade, they can... Uh, load trucks that you know they, they do everything set pipe how do you how do you harness that to make one of those efficient to help out with a lot of those different scenarios sure and it's and we have a lot of it but it's a lot yeah like you start talking to an operator about we've got e-fence grade control grade with assist payload lift assist auto dig boost auto you know and their their eyes just go back of their head mm-hmm. and you're like my recommendation to all of our, our demo operators, which is one of the greatest things we have, I think, on the Cat Dealer Network as our demo operators, is go out there and give them two nuggets. What are two things you could potentially could use? Not not all 10. Mm-hmm. Give me two. Yeah. We'll concentrate on that. I'll come back in a month. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you've used it, talking, taking down some notes, getting used to it, and you'll add a couple more. Yeah. Well, it's, the problem the, like, the problem with the CDIs, though, is, is a dealer, a big dealer will have a few of them. And how many excavators yeah. in the territory? Thousands. I mean, thousands? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, I th- I've seen them work. It's awesome to watch those guys do what they do. But there's not enough of them. But it's not scalable. Yeah, yeah no. it's not scalable. We, somehow we need to, I don't know how we do it. Again, Hoopa is doing a really great job. How do you sure. get these contractors to understand the, the value of the technology that will help the operator yeah. and also help them in, in their bottom end you know yeah well, we're I gonna think, be more efficient we're gonna make more money oh well, I, th- I think you're making headway there i just if only someone developed a platform Weird. that trained people who would that guy be? on their phone when they're running a machine about different technology I'd... if only if you, if you find one let me if know only <laughs> working on it <laughs> i know i did see uh uh jason conklin mm-hmm. at con expo and and he was with greg pool um greg pool I guess three and Greg Poole four. G4. I think they're fourth generation. Okay. And we have a great relationship with Greg Poole. <clears throat> uh, Gregory Poole, cat, the cat dealer. Yep. So they were, they were there with Jason and, and Jason's big wig, a caterpillar. Yes. And uh, 
I, I walk up, they introduce me and he's like, you know, when I hear somebody's name a few times, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll look into it. But I've heard your name like 20 times. So I need to figure out what's going on. And, and, and to me, it's like, yes, finally. Thank you. Like, I just want to show you what we're trying to do because I think we can work really nicely together. But everybody, all the OEMs are so protective over, well, it's on our platform. It's yeah. on our website. I'm like, yeah. that's, I'm sure it is. That's great. But I talk to a lot of customers. No one knows where it is. So it doesn't do you any good. Then it's like you're incentivized to have your customers use the most, get the most out of their machines yep. and technology. Yep. That's the goal. It doesn't matter how we get there. <laughs> as long as it's safe and, and in, in line with the brand, like it shouldn't matter how we get there. Right. And, uh, and, and using a third party is arguably more effective because we're not biased. We, we're just right in the middle of everybody. Uh, it's like your friend's dad telling you something versus your dad. Yeah. Well, same, same advice. And, and I don't disagree. You know, we within each individual OEM doesn't care what color it is. They're going to go their own avenue and use their own training platform. But, and that's really great for a contractor that has strictly that brand. But like I was a union local operator and you know, you work for contractors that have every, every brand, everything, every color. So yeah. that's where your platform will be fantastic because not everybody has the same brand. So if you can say, Hey, we can do the specific training on X, Y, and Z brands, that's going to be huge. Cause I mean, that's what the union halls do. And whether it's a yeah. John Deere or Caterpillar or Volvo yeah. or come out to, you know, it's like, Hey, we do the same training for all of them. Well, it's cool seeing some of the big union training centers and like their lineup of excavators. Yeah. It looks like a production study. It's yep. like three of everything though. They have, they have everything. So on, I don't use TikTok very often, but I, I, I was in Edwards and I was up on top of that deck, you know, yeah. and I yeah. did the fan of all our equipment there. And you would believe how many comments there were of, oh, is that a local union hall? Is that a local? <laughs> like, no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, some of them are that size or bigger, but. It, it does look like Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, yeah. It looks like 150s up in Chicago. It's very similar to that I, I want to go to that one so yeah, bad. that's big. Yeah. It's, it's it's a nice one. We're trying to get in with, is it 139, 138, Wisconsin? Mm, I don't know. There's. 130 of, something. I was 649. I just know my locals that I worked around. But, You're 649? Yeah, which is central Illinois. Central Illinois. Yeah. Like. Butts up to 150 and then down to, well, then over towards Indiana, Iowa, and then south. So there's, I think there's three, three, you know. 150, though, is its own, like, yeah. enterprise. Yeah, they're big. That's, yeah, uh, I mean, big you, you got Chicago. There's a lot of people there, a lot of, a lot of equipment. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of projects going on. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, it's, it's an impressive, impressive facility. It's just, it's not far from Peoria. I, I didn't think it was. It's just right up 55 headed to the interstate. I just wish like uh, if if Chad listens to this or Marty listens to this business opportunity for Peoria Tanaha, they should build a restaurant that looks into the arena so that people can have their caterpillar themed burgers or birthday parties and just watch whatever the heck's happening. Well, that would be fun. It's like being at the zoo. Like, <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Have your birthday at SeaWorld. Candyland. Like Shamu's right there swimming around. You're like, that's pretty cool. I would rather have my birthday party at the Edwards Demonstration Learning Center. Then Chuck E. G's? Yeah, way, way better. Oh, yeah. Way better. I agree. So I think that would be a huge new line of business for them. It would be interesting. be different clientele, different staff. But <laughs> <laughs> I will a shameless plug, if you don't mind. Please. So I'm wearing an equipment training solutions hat. Didn't do it on purpose, but I was driving down here, and I'm thinking, well, what am I going to talk to Aaron about? Well, I just reposted that Edwards 
is looking for another demo operator. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. reposted that, and I had a lot of questions like, you know, where is it? What is it? Oh, good. And so if the uh, Caterpillar Edwards Instagram site has a link okay. to go apply, 10 years experience. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, 10 years experience. You have to know how to run everything well enough. For the most part, yeah. For the most, mm-hmm. for the most part. You have to be able to talk to people. That's the hardest one. That's the, I've talked to Chad about this. There's, a, there's, there's so many amazing operators out there, and but they couldn't talk to this. Yeah, yeah. Can and not get Well, nervous. and that's oftentimes with their operators. Yep. Like, I don't want to talk to that's anybody. Right. <laughs> well, stare at the dirt, pull some levers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a unicorn <laughs> deal. I mean, it, it's tough. And be willing to travel. And be willing to travel. Yep. Yeah. Um, you have to be patient. Yeah. You don't just have to talk to people. You have to be patient. Yeah. Like we've, um, they had us out two years ago now, which was really cool. Alex. Lambert. Trained, yes. Yep. Trained Eric a little bit and I got to join for yep. a day or two. And it was just cool how Alex explained how he would go about it. And even something as simple as like, I don't, I don't ever say somebody's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like just that alone takes so much uh, awareness and maturity. It's something so like even just this, I was really thought about that. Yeah. That's hard. It truly is. You go to the veterans. I mean, you know, it's been quite a while since I trained operators, but you'd go to some of these sites and, you know, you're 35 years old, 37 years old. And these guys have been doing it for that long, as old as you are. Yeah. And you're trying to try and train them on a truck or a 992. And you're like, what is this kid going to teach me? And I don't, honestly, if you get one nugget out of there of, of, and they're like, that worked at the end of the week, they're like, sure. I appreciate that. And you're like, yes, yeah. but you're right. You, you can't tell them they're wrong. Cause there's, we just discussed earlier, there's different ways to move dirt and rocks mm-hmm. all over the world. <laughs> Your way might not be the right way, but just be willing to listen to them. And well, and, and if I tell you you're wrong, all right, you're like, I just shut that gate. Done. It, I'm done. Yep. I, 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 there is no hope of teaching you anything, even yeah. if I'm there for a week. Yeah. And, and being a, a demo, which, you know, I'm a 100% advocate of the demo centers. Absolutely love them. That's where I started. That's why I've been 16 years almost now. And I, I've loved working, doing what I do. And, and it becomes it's from there. You get to work in all the different sides of the company, whether it's mining to, you know, the division I'm in to, you know, every one of them. It's a great networking place. Get to learn a ton. Yeah. Who, who gets paid to go run brand new equipment? Yeah. I, it, I, you know, when I first remember, like, maybe we didn't have a program going on, and I didn't have a class train, and I can just go out and practice on a motor grader, and I'm getting paid to do that. And vacation time, like it's, it, it's pretty sweet. It is, it, but it's not for everybody though. And no, we, talk, I mean, no. it the pace is different, but. You know, I think it's it's an amazing career. So, yeah, they're looking for they're looking for some some good guys willing to move to Peoria. So, yeah, you have to live in Peoria. Yep. Ten years experience Ten years in experience. the industry. Yep. Kind of know how to run most things. Yeah. I mean, whether you if you're like a finished blade hand, but you can run an excavator and a dozer. I mean, you sure. everyone's going to have their favorite machine, sure. w- which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, be able to be able to get on large majority. And even like I didn't run D10s and triple sevens and 992s we didn't have those mm-hmm. but they're not that hard to get to learn yeah. i mean yeah. and then we have guys there that that's what they did for a living so it's a nice cross training yeah so uh if they just search caterpillar edwards yeah on I, google probably. well that if, if they do follow on instagram it's it's the caterpillar edwards uh, i'm so glad they made so, those two accounts oh geez man they've they've taken off haven't they well yeah that's yeah i was i, I remember when they started them. i'm like, I'm like uh they, they were both 
you know, as Eric and I were posting stuff and ta- please tag us, we're yep. really trying to grow these and, yeah. and try to show everybody that this is a good idea and this and that. I told him like, what are you worried about? Yeah. This is once you guys figure it out, it's gonna blow up it because has. you yeah. work at like the coolest places ever. Yeah, yeah. And they, they uh, TJ down in Tanaha, he's done an amazing job, great account. Yes. And, and the gal that's doing it in Peoria. I mean, yeah. and they all throw their stuff in. So it's great. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, but it's like like Tanaha, especially. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. Every time I go down there, I'm just like everywhere I look is something cool that I don't truck. see anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Like the when do you get to see a 797 do a brake check fully loaded in front of you? Right in front of you, yes. or even just like, how many places can I go where a 994 is just cruising past me, yeah. and I don't need a whip on my truck? Yeah, I'm not in a mine. Right, that's the craziest thing about it. Yeah. I always, every time I post pictures from Tanaha, they're like, "Oh, where's this? Where are your berms? Where's that?" It's like, uh, not a mine. It's not a production facility. Not a production facility. Now, they're amazing safety. It's precautions everywhere. It's as safe yeah. as it gets out yeah, there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's so cool. Or even. A 994 digging in just potato dirt. That in itself, you don't see that. No. It's usually in just gnarly rock or coal or something that's just beating the machine up. One of the things I like, you know, we, we'll do our spring training sessions down there. And if we want to do something specific, we, excavators usually get what we call the general line, which you've, you've seen mm-hmm. that area. Yeah. And I'll ask Jared, will be like, what do you need? I'm like, well, we need it. We want a berm out here in front of the grandstands and this and that. He's like, oh, okay, no, take no time. And then 994 comes out and starts <laughs> dumping dirt. It's like, boom, it's done. <laughs> 24 comes, knocks it out. Yeah, it's it impressive. Is pretty fun. Yeah, it's 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 a cool place. Yeah, it it just doesn't doesn't align with many of like the traditional rules within the industry because they have all these cool toys. Yeah, that they can use. And and you have them want. there at your access to build what yeah. you need, and you have the people that can build it, which makes it cool too. The production study, that's just to help inform the dealers. Like you, you get all the numbers together on, yeah. you, you, you dig it here, you dig, place, dig, place, dig, place. Dig, put in trucks. So, because yeah. we, we run the trucks in an excavator, we'll, we'll, it's exact same pattern every single time. So, if it's 13 passes to load the trucks or whatever it is, it's the exact same dig pattern every single time. Loads to the truck in the exact same spot every single time for consistency. Because mm-hmm. if you... If you start to the left and the right, and then you go back to the right, and then the left, if you throw your time off, so yeah. it's it, it's taxing mentally to do the exact same thing for days on end, uh, and to try to do it because when you're going to the truck, if you're if I was in the real world, I had a big slobber that was going to fall off. I'd like try to change something to keep it in there, but mm-hmm. no, you just got to keep it. you got to keep that cycle consistent. So yeah, th- so we keep track of uh, fuel burn. We do hydraulic horsepower checks, and then we run those trucks over certified scales That's just to thought. keep track and production time we, we time every section of the dig to the dump to break down hey these guys are really good in the cut they yeah. got good stick power they got breakout force because they're filling the bucket quicker and we learn a lot and it'll be yeah the latest cat and then mm-hmm. the john deere yeah the equivalent and the volvo yep. and come we and- try our best to do the same bucket sizing if all i mean we same stick same boom sure the comparable one and then uh if We'll try to use the same bucket if we can, if we use couplers. That doesn't always work out, but we'll we'll get it as close as we can because we want we want to be able to give legit information. <laughs> like, yeah, we got a ten six stick and a twelve ten stick, and we did a production study. And nowhere close will that be well accurate. It, it, yeah, and, and, and like inaccurate information ultimately doesn't help the customer. No, so there's no incentive. Well, to, to you're giving cook false the information to to your customer sure I mean, yeah, yeah like, oh this looked really good and then it's like yeah. it didn't do what you said in the field why why is that mm. well so yeah 
we won't ever play that game. Sure. That, that gets you in trouble. So the numbers you come up with for excavators, though, then go to around the world yeah. for that machine. So depending on, like, for different tier regions, so fuel burn could be different, whether it's a tier three or a tier four or tier five oh. missions. So we have to be careful as to what we do. So a lot, like any HRC, Europe, Australia, uh, us, Japan, that... Um, we can typically share those numbers between like my peers from the other parts of the world. Yeah. We, we can look at each other's data because it's short of converting it from metric to U.S. tons. I mean, uh -huh. it's pretty, pretty much the same because they're, they may have different stick links because, I mean, if you've seen there's mass X are huge in Europe. They're not near as popular as they are here for mm -hmm. a lot of things because we like the versatility of them. Yep. Uh, so we just have to be careful what, what we do. But for the most part, as far as fuel burn, it, it, we have to be careful there just because of the missions. Uh, fuel burn will be different. Yeah. Depending on where it's at in the world it's and so, fuel quality. Oh, it's just wacky that, that yeah, the emission, that's the other thing about missions. It just depends on the country. Yeah. They're all, but, but we're, it's a push for sure. Like for all the other countries that have oh, not been so concerned. But, it, but, but even like in the United States, if I go try to delete a 336, I'm going to have some problems. I would say. <laughs> if I can even figure out how to do it. Yeah. But you, you go to other countries, and the cat dealer will delete your machine for you. And well, I, I can't speak to that. I don't know if they are. But. <laughs> no, but it's like so they just do it for you. You're like, yeah, yeah. Why, why, like, why not? It's because it's just not a thing there. I guess if it's not regu regulated, it's, well, it's not deal. regulated. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the government, like, um, like in Alberta, mm -hmm. is a good example. They they don't have those regulations there, or Australia, surprisingly, doesn't really have it emissions regulations but i believe they take tier four engines they do they do but then the contractors are like i don't want to deal with this so they find somebody to delete them yes but 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 they it's like it's not frowned upon it's not my caterpillar ears aren't hearing this here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, who would ever delete a machine that's crazy right why would they want to do that that's crazy i think it's amazing yeah fortunately i didn't have to delete my skid steer because it's under the under 75 horse yes that's the funniest thing about Edwards is if you, uh, uh, so when I was there, uh, I was uh, four years ago, I think it was the first year I was doing build with. Okay. So 2018, I think you'd just come out with the next gen excavators would have been right. And there was a big press event there. Yep. And so one day they do like the general construction, you know, GCI equipment, mm -hmm. uh, like 336 excavator loading a 730. Yeah, you, you, you sent me a picture of it. Actually, yeah, 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 oh, got yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Got oh, that's baseball. cool. Yep, uh, like the the D six and and that kind of thing. Yep, and then the next day they run the the little machines, the BCP you know, we call yeah. it building construction, yeah, products. BCP and the 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 three hundred two and the skid steer and this and that, lawn and garden, whatever. And and all of those machines didn't have the emissions requirements on them, so you walk in because everybody's in that air conditioned room behind glass, yeah. so you you don't know what's going on out there, and it's quiet, it's comfortable, it's yeah. it's amazing. But you walk out into the arena, and when all the big machines were there, there were no fumes or anything. It didn't smell like anything. It was like, oh, wow, this is pretty comfortable. You go out when all the little machines have been in there without the emissions. Huffing diesel. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? This is terrible. Uh, they probably didn't have the fans on. Well, I, I, but it's like, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I don't yeah. but yeah, but, but there's a difference. Sure. Huge difference. Yeah. Way different. So it does work. It's it, not, it's not. It does work. Correct. Snake oil. Yes. Yes. It, it's our government. We're doing what our government asks us to do. That's it. Yeah. I'll just. <laughs> yeah.
Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, maybe we'll see each other somewhere in the United States. Yeah. Um, I don't know where. I'm hoping it's been a lot good part of the year just going out and obviously doing my daily job, but going around seeing people. It'd be a good year to do it. Yeah, if you want, I don't know, you know as well as I do, but if you want some unique applications, I probably could think up a few of like 395s, mm-hmm. 374s. There's some pretty cool stuff going on. There, there. are. The, the requests that we get are pretty cool when you think about what people want to do with these machines. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, we got in with um, AMI, which is peer specific, mm-hmm. and they build all the stuff Cat doesn't want to build. And uh, like it's, you know, Cat only goes up. Cat, from a, a Cat corporate level, they kind of have like, here's your menu yes we don't go off the menu but if you want to go off the menu then you either go to the dealers which some dealers will do just awesome stuff like zeppelin for example they had some like blue lights in bauma and i'm like do these come with the excavator and they're like if you wanted blue lights on your excavator we could do it yeah whatever you want we can do um but then they have their kind of partner manufacturers that do all the weird stuff like a ground force or cress they use cat components mts yep so they, I, I got kind of a list of the stuff they're working on this year. It is sweet. They do some unique stuff. You know, it's for us, it's volume. I mean, yeah, to to invest that much in maybe what will just be four machines. Correct. It doesn't make sense. Resource and engineering resources. I mean, so, and they're we have amazing partners we work with, which and it, Precision does a great job. Yeah. Or Pierce, I'm sorry, Pierce. Yeah, but, they. Uh, but they they've got some more. They just built that sixty fifteen high reach. For independence, mm-hmm. they're putting an, another sixty twenty B together with that huge stick and boom. The place in rock on a dike, or yeah, for for jetty work. Okay, yep, yeah, jetty work. Yeah, they built one, and because you you filmed one of those already, yeah, right? with uh, J E McAmis. That was a cool machine, but it looked so small. The jetty was so big, and even at, like the rocks, they were up to I think thirty tons. Jeez. They were placing maybe even forty. So you would, you'd be sitting up there, you'd be kind of shaking around in that cab because the rocks are so big. Big. It's the coolest thing about the world we live in. The cool machines get to do. I like the specialty applications. Yeah. Like I can, I, okay. Yeah. Do I appreciate a 349 hogging and beautiful conditions and every truck is the same fill, you know, fill factor on on the bucket and the truck and it's just gorgeous. I love that because it's kind of rare. Yeah. But yeah, you know, all right, it's digging. You see it? Like, all right, yeah, that's cool. But some machine that's like the stainless steel yeah, for the material yep. that it's running in. I love that. Or up in Alberta, they'd run the D8s with the radiators on the roof because they bury these things so often. So the front is sealed off and they just put the whole cooling package on the roof. Really? Because they yeah. get stuck so much? Yeah. It's- yeah. They get, they've, they've gotten so badly stuck. They have an escape hatch on the top of the, on the top of the cap. That didn't make you pucker a little bit, wouldn't it? A little bit. I gotta climb out the roof of a D eight. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, D eight's a big track. Yeah, it is. Like, if that's if the you can't get the doors open, that's a problem. Um, but they've you know they've just for this specific specific tailings application, yeah. Finning has said, yeah, sure, we'll just build it. And now they have now that's like the the standard spec up there. Yeah. Now Finnings, they got big span. They cover a large area. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, do, from Britain. They can do some cool stuff. Yeah, Canada to South, South America. America. 
Well, I'm glad you were able to stop by. Yeah, man, it's great. I'm glad I was able to make it down here. This place is fantastic. Congratulations on all you're doing. This is cool. We're, we, we, us dirt guys, man, we appreciate it. We're doing our best. Yeah, well, yeah, it's been cool to meet you at the beginning and to watch it. Since, yeah, since the very beginning. Yeah, literally. I that, was just a scrud back in the day. I'm camera. still a scrud, but. No, you're just, you're just not taller. Yeah, you yeah, haven't gotten yeah. taller. You just got. I haven't gotten taller. You get more successful. Uh, not not much facial hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my my kids appreciate me having my kids in. They were excited to come look at this. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad they were able to stop by. Just tell them if if an idiot like me can do it, they can do it too. I, well, two of them are in the trades. Better. The two older ones are in the trades. So, sir, sir, but like the key talking point for for people like your kids' age, there is more opportunity in the trades today. Oh, than. The past 50 years, at least. I 100% agree. Like that is going to become, there was a, I was looking at historical precedents a, a little bit ago and what happened in the, uh, I think it was the Black Plague in Europe. The Black Plague comes through and it wipes out 30% of the population, 40%, 50, a huge percentage of the population. Uh, and, it, and it wiped out a lot of the craft and so then the remaining craft workers became the most valuable people in society because Certainly. they were the ones keeping society going. Yeah. And everybody didn't think about it before because we have enough. They're yep. kind of disposable, but now they're not. And we really, really need them. That's in a modern equivalent what is happening right now. Yeah. You have 40% of the workforce on the 40 to 50% of the workforce on their way out in a 10, 15 year period. Yeah. While demand is likely only increasing. What happens? You need people. You need people, but everybody in the industry becomes way more valuable. Yep. Wages increase. The power is squarely in their hands, whether it feels like it or not. It's amazing. The fact that you can step out of high school, decide what you want to do, whether you go union or non-union, you find a trade you want to do, and more than likely have benefits and no college debt. And nothing. We need doctors. We need lawyers. We need super smart people that have d degrees, but we need a lot that don't. Yes. That just have work ethic. Well, and, and then, okay, great. You, you check the money box, but you have nonstop purpose. Mm. You're working outside. I mean, look around here. Like just right outside your building. Yeah. It's, we were amazed by how much stuff is getting built right now. It's crazy. It's just within two block well, but, radius. But it's cool because for me, walking into this building, I look at that building I'm like, wow, that didn't exist a year ago. But if you're the one building it, like, wow. I've been here forever. We were, well, we were this floor, you know, two weeks ago. Now we're up. That's pretty cool. It's just this sense of, of purpose and, and pride that you can't find in a lot of other careers. Yep, agree. I agree. Um, and so I, I yeah, I, anybody considering trades, now's the time. Yep. You know, I, if my kids wanted to go to college, I'm fine with that. If they still want to go, decide to go back. But, you know, at this point, they, they enjoy the trades. They've seen that it's been, it's worked well for me. Um, and a lot of, um, a lot of my friends are in the trades. That, what are they doing? Uh, one is a uh, union electrician uh, and the other one is doing concrete at the moment with one of his local contractors. That'll teach you. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's pretty muscular. I, I don't know if he wants to do it for the rest of his life, but, yeah. but he's, he's earning good money and he's not hundred percent sure what he wants to do, but he's got work every day. And I think he's, he might decide he doesn't do concrete and go to school, which I'm fine with, sure. but yeah. he's, you get up and go to work. He appreciates, appreciates the money, appreciates the, I, I appreciate the work ethic it teaches the kids sure. more than anything. It's like, yeah, you can't, get I have to get up. Else. I have to be responsible. I, I mean, I'm 20, 21 and I've, I, I got to show up because if I don't show up, it disappoints those folks that I'm supposed to work for. Sure. 
it's a whole, I think it's a really good learning process in so many ways, not just financially, but it's a, I think it's teaching the kids work ethic, which yeah, they need these days. I, I, yeah. And I, I think that's, I think work ethic is learned and taught. It's not just something that you have or don't have day one. Agreed. I don't, I don't believe it. Agreed. And, you know, as a parent, you know, you hope that they see what you've done or, you know, hey, my, my dad's worked hard or my mom or whatever it is, but it's just not given. They, no. They've got to go get it themselves. And, well, and, and you have to oftentimes manufacture it too as a parent because today's society is way more comfortable than when you were growing up. Ooh. And so you had to work. Yes. That was kind of how society, you just had to work. And so you learned work ethic. You thought you just had it. But you learned it. You just didn't think about it Correct. because that was part of your upbringing. Just got to do it. But today, you don't really, the hardest thing you got to do is take the trash to the curb. <laughs> yeah, sadly. And you just have to push kids. And the, the continued support from like Mike Rowe for the trades. And, yeah. you know, I, there's, we got to, I think we got some good momentum going. And what you do too, obviously, is huge. I mean, you have tremendous following that appreciate what you do. So, sure. Anything we can do to keep moving that forward is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Well, it's on all of us. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you're on Instagram. People can follow you. Yeah, sir. Yeah. Neil 1977 Unfortunately, that was the year I was born, so I'm getting older. But That's a, uh, you're a good follow. Yeah. I enjoyed well, seeing what the heck you're up to. I, I appreciate it. I like following you. Yeah. I'll do it again. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. All righty, sir. Thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs>